following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthling. His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. Then we pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of radio. I think Jackal's a Latino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you again. The Jackal. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome friends, welcome foes. Tonight on this incredibly special weekend, of course Memorial Day weekend, tomorrow is Memorial Day, so I want to thank everybody who's spending their uh, evening with me. I know a lot of folks are uh, enjoying their uh, holiday weekend, and you should enjoy your holiday weekend, in fact, I want to thank everybody who is actually outside uh, today and tomorrow and having a good time and are mask-free. That's right, folks. The mandates, screw them. It's Memorial Day weekend, so I say enjoy it while you can. Now, of course, this means it is May 30th, 2021, and soon to be June 1st. So, uh, tonight we're going to do something uh, very special. We have a, a very interesting guest uh, who's going to join us uh, a little bit later on uh, on the show here. And, uh, of course, when I say a little bit later, I'm talking about at the end of the hour. And it's actually a lady who I've been wanting to talk to for uh, a few weeks now. Now, now, now. Uh, I will say, uh, going off the bat, I had her booked for another time, and I couldn't make that show. Uh, health reasons uh, didn't allow me at the time to make that show. Uh, but now I'm here. I'm able to do this show tonight. Uh, I was not able to do a show this week on Thursday, and I want to apologize uh, to Mike Rogers, who is my guest, uh, for Thursday night, and I wasn't able to do it. I've been in bad health the last couple of weeks. And uh, I might be uh, in the hospital during the week. I'll keep everybody updated as uh, time uh, goes by. But uh, tonight I was feeling uh, up to it and I decided to jump on and do the show. Even though it is Memorial Day weekend. uh, Because my guest, Joy Pugh, is uh, nice enough to actually be here with me. And uh, we're going to have her on in the second hour. And we're going to talk about... Aliens, UFOs, the supernatural, and all things related to what could be happening in the next uh, month or so when it comes to possible disclosure, folks. That's right, we're entering disclosure month. Now, will it happen? I don't know. It's not up to me. Obviously, if it was, you would have known by now what's uh, exactly happening. But unfortunately, I don't have the ability to make that call. So I I can't help anybody who uh, wants to know if the little green guys are up there or not. Until we actually find out, though, um, you know, we're going to have an interesting uh, time at it. As uh, it seems that the powers that be are, uh, you know, pushing in both directions. Of course, you know, you have your uh, folks who want disclosure to happen. I'm talking about the uh, regular Steve Bassett, Dr. Stephen Greer, which I have something to say about uh, Dr. Greer in a minute, but you have the regulars who are pushing for disclosure constantly and uh, looking uh, to, you know, 
go through whatever doors they have to to make it happen. And the reason I bring Dr. Greer is because I uh, recently saw he, he has a video coming out or just came out which is talking about disclosure and about what's going down and whatnot. Uh, as you know, at least in uh, his mind, uh, and uh, it's an interesting uh, video. And I was uh, trying to like promote it. Uh, unfortunately, I was uh, you know uh, not able to get to uh, Dr. Greer in a positive manner, I guess. And uh, well, we're not going to be able to have him on the show. Uh, something. Uh, I don't know who somebody uh, spoke to him about us. Uh, maybe he saw something on the network that spooked him. I don't know. Uh, it's a shame because I, I am a follower of, uh, you know, Dr. Greer and uh, the whole uh, disclosure movement. And I was really looking forward to having him on. And so I'm still going to try to see if I can get him on at some point. But if not, it's okay. It, it happens. I have pl plenty of friends in the UFO community that could uh, come forward and talk uh, in the next uh, couple of days, weeks, if I decide to jump on the air. I might take a little time off again because of my health, uh, just because of uh, I've been having thyroid and, and uh, lupus issues over the last couple of weeks. Uh, my voice is really bad over the week, but uh, it got better over the, the uh, last couple of days. Uh, so again, I, I'm just uh, rejoiced with joy that I'm able to have uh, Dr. Joy Pugh on the uh, show tonight. And uh, I found out about her uh, during a taping of a show that I produce right here on PSN Radio. And that is the show, uh, The Martian Revelation, with Gary the Mad Martian Legere. And uh, that was a really good show. I mean, I, I was uh, intrigued the entire time of what they were talking about, and I really uh, enjoyed the uh, interview. Uh, so I wanted to bring her on and, and talk to her. And, and again, I, I was supposed to have her on uh, before, and I couldn't make it, and I felt really bad. Uh, so I don't want to, uh, you know, cancel tonight's show and uh, not do it. Uh, hopefully my uh, voice health and computer all hold up well because I've also been experiencing some computer uh, issues uh, over the last uh, few weeks uh, which are not related to my health uh, even though some would say that it might be all part of the plan as uh, the Joker would say all part of the plan you know, I said that once, and they uh, thought that I was trying to quote QAnon. And just for the record, for anybody who listens to this show, I'm not a QAnon kook, okay? Uh, let, let, let me uh, just address that, because I've been uh, accused by even friends, which is shocking. People that know me a little bit better than this um, have uh, thought that I was uh, totally into this whole QAnon thing. And while I find QAnon uh, funny, I don't exactly agree with them. And uh, I don't exactly approve of what they're doing. I think uh, it's actually counterproductive to uh, what is uh, needed in this country at this moment. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm not a QAnon fan. I'm not a, a QAnon kook, as uh, some call them. 
I think, again, they're counterproductive to the overall movement. And uh, when I say the movement, I'm not even talking about a Republican or Democrat or conservative or... I'm talking about the freedom movement because right now, uh, you know, that's what we need. Forget, you know, what part of the aisle you stand in. Whether you're Republican or Democrat, that part doesn't really matter anymore. That part's inconsequential, folks. Because the crazies are on both sides. We know that much. Now, I will say this. The crazies plus the evil players, uh, I would, from my point of view, and this is again just my point of view, are coming more and more from the left side. And that's sad. I used to be a Democrat for a long time, and I voted that way, and it really irritates me every time I, I have to, uh, you know, say that, because at one point the Democratic Party looked like, to me anyway, uh, like it was a party that really wanted to make a difference in a positive way. And after years now, and I call it the plantation, of being in that plantation, I left, and I'll tell you what, I'll never, as uh, at least as far as I go, I can assure you that I will not vote Democrat again. And they lost me as a voter, they lost me as a supporter, they lost me all the way around uh, because of their own doings. Nobody else is responsible. This wasn't an indoctrination by the right or anything. It was the uh, actual doing of the Democratic Party itself with their elitist mentality with uh, the fact that, you know, they, they're really uh, against uh, America. When you look at some of the stuff that Joe Biden has done in his administration over the last, uh, you know, six months, five months, whatever, uh, since he took office, it hasn't been good. It has not been good at all. And I don't follow QAnon. I don't uh, think that uh, the Dominion machines were rigged. Uh, from within uh, the company itself, even though I do think there was shenanigans that went on on uh, the nights of the election uh, that cost Trump the election. I don't think it was a fair election. There's And look, for anybody who tells you this is the most honest and fraud-free election, you're being lied to, folks. Every election has fraud. Every election has corruption. Every election has things to go on that nobody wants to talk about. That's politics. That's how it works. <clears throat> There's never been an election that's been completely fraud-free. So uh, get that out of the way and out of your mind. Uh this uh, idea that this was the most fairest election ever because it really wasn't. Now we know that we have some really wickedly bad players involved and of course you know we have a president of the United States who seems to be checked out 
almost at all times. I mean, I don't think Joe Biden's ever been checked in properly. Uh, definitely hasn't been uh, checked in recently. Now, check this out. This is a story that uh, Louder with Crowder uh, put together, and I have the video that I'm going to play in a second here. And uh, it says here, Angry Joe Biden confuses Declaration of Independence again and forgets what's after life and liberty. Now, I'm going to read on here. It says, the most popular part of the Declaration of Independence is the bars about ineligible rights and self-evident truth. Uh, it's the first sentence of the second paragraph. It's all of 35 words, folks. Uh, school children are able to memorize it uh, for book reports. Our President Joe Biden, the most popular president ever, gets confused by one of the most important founding documents ever. Uh, he gets confused about where he is, who the lady that keeps measuring the curtains in the Oval Office is, uh, and who dropped a dookie in his pants, too. <laughs> what we expect from Biden is judged on a uh, senile old coot scale, says here, uh, but having to remember the famous quote, it's public speaking 101. Uh, Biden was attempting to uh, uh, attempting a speech in Norfolk on Friday, and uh, it says here, I'm not quite sure why he's angry here. It might be because the little girl in the front row wasn't flirting back with him, or at him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know that he's kind of like, I think what happens when he looks angry like this is that he literally is trying to remember what he has to say, and he just can't remember it. So he puts his uh, angry face on, which sadly is the only face we have for him. Uh, it, that's not a very good look for anybody, but it's the best to get. I mean, it works well on Halloween. So, now, the funny thing is about this video, and I'm going to play this in a second here, Biden, uh, let's see. Ah, here we go. We hold these truths to be self-evident. But all men and women are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, including life, liberty, etc. Etc.? What? Hold on. This is the President of the United States, folks. We hold these truths to be self-evident. But all men and women are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights including life, liberty, etc. We hold these truths to be self-evident, but all men and women are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, including life, liberty, etc. Etc. Remember, uh, you know, last time he got confused with this and, uh, well, he gets confused a lot, so you might need reminding, but this is not the first time he's been uh, confused uh, with uh, something like this or the Pledge of Allegiance or or anything. Um, 
Declaration of Independence. Come on, Joe, you're the, you're the commander-in-chief, man. You're the 46th president of the United States. How do you uh, do a speech, look like a jackass, all angry, and then say etc. at the end? That's like as bad as, you, you know the thing. So this is another meme now. Etc. You, you know, etc. <sighs> for my friends on the left, this is what you voted for. Now, I, I want to know what, what is he angry about, though. Like, he literally looks like he's mad. Why are you so mad, Joe? I mean, the election's over. You, you rigged it and you won it. You know, like... <laughs> Like, if anybody should be happy, is Joe Biden, right? But, man, he looks bitter. I don't I don't get it. Uh, he just looks bitter, old, and senile. I mean, his eyes look like they're lost. But, again, that's what you voted for. Now, if that's not bad enough, uh, check out this other Joe Biden-ism. This, this is actually pretty funny and... And I want you to take a close listen to what he said here. I'm going to repeat, we're going to make it easier than ever to get vaccinated. Visit vaccines.gov, vaccines.gov, or text to your, text your zip code to 438829, 438829. Walk into your local pharmacy without an appointment. What? Uh, again, folks, this is the commander-in-chief. Listen to this idiot. Let me repeat. We're going to make it easier than ever to get vaccinated. Visit vaccines.gov, vaccines.gov, or text to your, text your zip code to 438829. This man doesn't even know where he's at, folks. I mean, I know, look, I've had a few friends of mine on the left who are, have uh, hit me up in the last few months, and they've been like, Angel, um, we have buyer's remorse with uh, Joe Biden, but there's nothing we can do. You know, we're, they already sold you guys a bunch of, you know, goods that weren't any good, so, I mean, uh, what are you going to do, my friends? There's nothing you can do. You're, you're, you're stuck. We're all stuck. And this man who can't even say .com or .gov doesn't know the difference uh, in the Declaration of Independence from one sentence to the next, can't say the State of the Union correctly, lies constantly, makes up things constantly, this is who you voted for. Folks, now I know mental issues uh, are a major problem in this country, and I've talked about it over uh, the uh, length, uh, for years at length on this show. I even have a promo ad for my show that I play on other shows that I produce and whatnot that pretty much talks about mental issues, right? So it is a growing problem in this country. Now, with that said, whatever is happening here with Joe Biden, 
Uh, this is, I mean, this is scary to know that this man is the commander-in-chief of the United States of America. That This guy has the finger on the trigger of America. And that at any moment we can go to nuclear war and it's all because of Joe Biden. Think about that, folks. I mean, that in itself should scare everybody. Now, one more time, check this out. I'm going to play this again. I want everybody to really listen to this is your president, okay? Repeat, we're going to make it easier than ever to get vaccinated. Visit vaccines.com.gov, vaccines.com, or text to your, text your zip code to 438829. <laughs> Four three eight eight two nine. Walk into your local pharmacy without an appointment. Let me repeat. Walk into your local pharmacy without an appointment. Thank you, Joe Biden, for telling us to do that and to confuse everybody else. Because you know, to make it easier, he just made it a lot more confusing. <laughs> Uh, I would love to have Art Bell alive right now because, as you know, Art was uh, in favor of Trump. Okay, he was uh, pro-Trump uh, during the Hillary administration, and I'm pretty sure it would have been pro-Trump now, big time. But sadly, we lost Art Bell. We've lost a lot of uh, good people over the last few years, including my friend George Rodriguez last year. Man, I can't believe it's uh, going to be a year now on July 3rd since we lost uh, George on uh, SoFlo Radio. Um, time flies, folks. The next three and a half years cannot go by quicker so we can get back to some kind of a normality. We need to get rid of uh, this man from the White House. This guy is a dangerous president. Uh, he really is. Uh, let's see, uh, what else I got here for you? Oh yeah, this is funny. If, uh, the Biden crime family is ever prosecuted, this is the video that you're playing court, and I kid you not. Watch this. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. And what I will do is the same thing we did in our administration. There will be an absolute wall between personal and private uh, and, and, and the government. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business? Yes, I stand by that statement. Now, folks, uh, we know that that's a big lie. That is a monumental lie by Commander-in-Chief here, Joe Biden. That, that's right, folks. Uh, that right there says it all. Now, uh, to end the uh, page here, he says, here's what's, uh, what I'm hoping for by my uh, calculations. We're a year away from Kamala Harris executing Order 25th Amendment. When that time comes and the talking points go out the media to suddenly be concerned about senior abuse... I hope they release videos of Biden rehearsing for speeches. Biden, Sandler, uh, no, Mr. President, repeat after me. 
life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's try it again. Biden. Life, liberty, and something, something, liberty, life, uh, life, life, liberty, and let's be honest, if liberty, if Lady Liberty was a woman, you'd want to smell her hair. I miss smelling hairs. Hey, who farted? Was that you, Merrick Garland? Biden's handler? I miss Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, that'd be funny. That was actually uh, what uh, the you know the uh, I guess the outtakes would be of uh, whatever the handlers had to deal with with Joe Biden. Uh, if you guys want to read more of this, uh, check out uh, Louder with Crowder's page, uh, louderwithcrowder.com. dot uh, com. Funny show, great uh, podcast. Check him out on YouTube also, and uh, but go to his website, louderwithcrowder.com. For more info on that man's show. Now, before I hit break in a couple minutes here, I did want to get to uh, something else uh, that's been uh, really at the forefront here. John Cena this week committed an act of treason when he bowed down to China, bent over, and took it up the WWE. That's right. John Cena apologized for calling Taiwan a country. Even though it, it is a country, and uh, Taiwan's pissed, China uh, was pissed at him, so he took China's, uh, you know, side and sided with the CCP. So now we know where John Cena stands. It's not with America. It's with the CCP. In fact, he uh, spoke very well in Mandarin. Let's take a look at John Cena. John Cena. 我必须说现在在苏州有几千家我做很多采访很多很多很多所以在一个采访我有第一个错误所有人问我如果我可以用中文所有有几千家人给我很多资讯 呃，所以很多采访，很多information，呃，我呃，我有一个错误，我必须说现在就是很很很很很重要，我爱更尊重中国更中国人，我很很抱歉对呃我的错误，呃，对不起对不起，我很抱歉，你必须了解呃我。now folks uh, that guy right there scumbag let me tell you something uh, he bowed down to China now we know his true colors and uh, now we know who he really is John Cena has been ridiculed all over the uh, internet for the last uh, couple of days uh, since this went viral and, uh, you know, if they cancel this jackass for good, uh, I would say good riddance to bad rubbish. He deserves it. Uh, look, man, uh, you, you know, the first thing you said was right when you said that Taiwan uh, was a country. When you made that, you know, innocent mistake, I guess, it was actually correct. What, now, what he did is he just showed why, uh, you know, the left is uh, sold out. It's all about money, folks. That's right. It's all about that green. 
because the CCP is providing it to the WWE and to John Cena and to a lot of these folks that are completely sold out like the NBA, MLB, and all these people that are selling out to socialist, communist China. With that said, folks, I'm going to hit break here in a minute. We're going to come back with our guest, Dr. Joy Pugh, and we're going to switch topics a little bit and talk about the upcoming disclosure and possible UFO false flag invasion.
friends, we're back on Inside the Jackal's Head right here live on PSN Radio and, of course, the world-famous SoFlo Radio and uh, all over the Internet when it comes to video, DLive, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. And I want to welcome everybody back on Memorial Day weekend. And I want to just say, again, thank you all for being here on, on this holiday weekend. But I want to thank nobody more than my guest, Dr. Joy who is so lovely to be here with me tonight and uh, to join the show to talk about some of the spooky stuff that's happening in the world uh, because we're entering a time, Dr. Joy, oh, where, yes. where it's, uh, it seems that the conspiracies and the paranormal and the supernatural are kind of mingling with the regular world. And I, I love the, the show you did with Gary. I thought you guys uh, did a fantastic job together. And I wanted to, uh, you know, thank you so much for being here with me and spending your hour with me. And let's talk about what the heck is happening, because it seems like that veil is dropping, isn't it? It really is. You know, um, my work started a long time ago, and a lot of people used to really laugh at a lot of the topics that I would include in my research. And I was really doing scientific research because my books are all nonfiction and they're very well researched. And, you know, there's a bibliography on each one of them. And if I talk about anything, I really tell you where I got that information so you can go back and check the facts yourself. But what I was finding a long time ago and looking at what was going to happen at the end of days was that we were going to see some of the things that we had, quote, been told were conspiracy theories uh, and things that were laughed at as not possible sciences and other types of things that I felt like were really an, an underground movement that somebody already knew what was going to be going on and they were preparing a certain group to really bring this to pass in the days in which we were living. Mm -hmm. so, so a lot of the things that I talk about are now very, they're very proven in science and so they're not so much conspiracy. Um, and, and so it's important to me because of the research that I've done to try to make sure that people understand that when you read my work, it's, it is kind of scary because I'm going to be telling you what is really happening and why it's happening and kind of to prepare you for it. Um, in fact, somebody said, well, you know, don't read my work when you start to lay down to go to sleep at night because it's not like a fairy tale story. A lot of people. It really you know, isn't. It's, it's scary it's stuff, not. but. You know. Well, you know, when I first started doing radio and, and, and TV and things of that nature, a lot of the people would, you know, kind of shy away from my work because it had a biblical, you know, base to it. Mm -hmm. And what I would always say was to these people who were wanting to study the paranormal, that I got turned down the other day for a show that was paranormal, and I'm like, oh, really? What you don't understand is the Bible is actually the most paranormal book that has ever been written, and it's 100% correct. And now science is catching up with Scripture and literally proving what Scripture has told us all along was going to be happening at the end of days. And so when people don't want to address the biblical scriptures behind the paranormal stuff, then I'm like, are you really understanding paranormal? Because apparently you're not. If you want to know about demons, if you want to know about real things that are happening, the way that the world was set up, 
that these things have been with us all the time. Scripture tells us that. And we have, we have proof because we have things that happened in Scripture that are historical. And so Correct, yeah. that's the thing is that everything that I've researched, in, in, including anything that's scripturally based, it's all come to pass as what it was told to us would come to pass. So when people say they want to know, well, what's this thing that goes bump in the night? And they want to know about demons and incubus and succubus and all these kinds of things. You know, the, the, the fairy people and the shadow people and the aliens and all these kinds of things. It's all in scripture. It, it explains it to us in great detail. Mm-hmm. It's just that we have not had a lot of... Um, I guess pastors over the years sit down like I have done and take these things that look like they're on the outside of the Bible and really show you that it's a part of scripture and help you understand so that when you deal with this and let me say that day is coming that we're going to be dealing with some stuff that we have never, ever, ever believed what happened to the humanity. I mean, right now we can honestly say until COVID came into this country and throughout the world, we a lot of people would have never said we would be in such a travail, you know, tra- in a travail situation like a woman in travail, where you've got pains of things happening all yeah. close together, bringing about an end of days. People would have said that would have never happened. It happened overnight. We saw everything change, and it's never going to go back to the being the same. You know, you know what's scary though. I remember growing up, and I'm 43 at the moment. I remember when I was growing up as a kid uh you know i always heard all oh, the end of days are coming they're they're soon gonna be here and i was and you you know I, as a kid you're like ah oh, that's just fairy tales it's just people trying to scare you right and you know when you get a little older you go through that process as you're a teenager and you get a little older you're young and dumb and you're careless carefree and then you start seeing the world that's what it is and you're like well we're at status quo the last 20 years been kind of status quo. Most people just go about their lives, their entertainment. Uh, they live, you know, carefree. They go nine to five. They work. But yeah, you're right. Last year when COVID hit, it's almost like it woke the population up. And now we're starting to see what really is happening behind the scenes. And a lot of it is, from my understanding, uh, you know, from just being an observer. A lot of it is, you know, a, almost feels like a psyops operation that's been going on for the last hundred years. Uh, since I would say Nazi Germany, uh, World War II, at least, there's been an ongoing psyops with this uh, country, with this world, where the powers that play behind the scenes are keeping us in this like virtual uh, matrix or whatever you want to call it. Al Gore called it the lockbox, right? I call it the matrix. Uh, but it it really does seem like they're just, you know, they've been kind of like just egging society along, egging us along. Uh, But now that we're all kind of, we've we've been facing this, you know, unseen demon, which is, you know, the virus, we're all kind of like scratching our heads saying, wait a second, what the heck has been really going on? Now, I I don't know if you follow my show at all. I I assume you don't. Uh, But I I talk a lot about, you know, what's going on with today and the virus and everything. And what is scary to me is that we've literally been um, spending millions of taxpayer money uh, to research 
this virus that now has killed millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people, right. whatever the number is. And right. we spent how many millions in the Wuhan lab, which supposedly we're saying it might have come out of there. We're not sure. I don't want to get, you know, banned by the world of YouTube and and uh, social media. But uh, according to those uh, out there, it came out of Wuhan and we supplied the, the money for it. That's scary. But if that's what's been going on behind the scenes with just a virus and they unleashed it in 2020. Right. What what else are they doing behind the scenes that we don't know about? Uh, and that, right. I think, has to do a lot with the aliens, a lot with uh, a lot of other stuff that they're you know talking about. Now we're coming up to the month of disclosure. Yes. For, for a lot of folks like myself, this is exciting um, for a lot of reasons. But to me, it's exciting. But at the same time, I'm not expecting much. Because I have been disappointed so much, Doctor. And let me tell you, I, I'm expecting nothing more than them saying, eh, we found some rocks with some fossils mm. on Mars or something. What do you think about that? Well, you know, because I've been researching this for a long time, I have seen all of this building itself up. So, yes, there has been a lot of things that haven't been in the forefront in our news media to have let people just kind of go by the wayside and think everything was just clicking along perfectly. In my research, I show you how the plagues and the pestilences and all the things that have been going on really, like you mentioned, all the way back until especially the time of Hitler and some of the things that were happening even back then. So I, I really have a chronological uh, way that I bring you through my books, even the Knowledge of Good and Evil 666 is volume one and two. I mean, it just goes from one thing to the next, actually from the Garden of Eden and takes you to the end of days that we're presently living in. And then my Beguile mm -hmm. series is volume ones, two and three. And, and it does the same thing. And the reason I did that was because, like you say, a lot of people think everything has been status quo and that nothing has really been going on when, in fact, there has been a lot of groundwork being laid for what is My happening Lord. right now. <laughs> and well, so I did the like, research. Oh, God, how is all this stuff happening? We're not seeing it. <laughs> Right. And I, I've done the research so you can go back and take my work and really follow through it and find out why these things that are happening now seem like they just came on us really quickly. I've been watching this a very long time, so I've been seeing it just build and build and build. We're right here and it's right in your face. But I've been seeing it many, many years when it was just being paraded around in front of your face as conspiracy as not science, as, you know, nobody's going to talk about that. If you do talk about it, we're going to send you in a paddy wagon somewhere because you're crazy. Yes. I mean, there's all kinds of things that's been used yeah. to keep people from talking, and the military's done quite a great job of that. I mean, you can go back even to the Philadelphia Experiment where supposedly they moved a ship using mm -hmm. magnetic capability. I mean, it's just all these things that happen, and then if they don't want anybody to talk about it, I have a lot of people who di were dying, who were a part of the military, who really came and told me certain things because they said that if they ever told it, that their, you know, their families would not get the pensions and things of that. So I've, I've heard this firsthand from people who were Christians who mm -hmm. wanted the truth to be known, 
who went to their deathbeds trying to leave information to people like myself that would be willing to stand on a public stage and regardless of ridicule, try to tell people the truth about what has been happening. And, you know, there's been a lot of people. Uh, uh, William Cooper was a, another person who wrote Behold yes. a Tell Horse. I mean, the man was trying to give information and look what happened to him. So yep. it's, a, it's one of those things where if it's not politically correct, then you're either put down as being a, in, like off rocker or you're conspiracy theorist or you're just insane or you're just right. stupid or, or whatever. But I find it most interesting that when you start talking about these things, if, if, if the politically correct people don't want you to talk about it, then there's a big surveillance thing going on to cut you out of YouTube and other kinds of things. And I'm like, but yeah, you could be talk you could talk about this purple men on Mars or something and they would let that slide. So you, you know, know it funny? tells you mm, something's going on. That Joy, let me let me stop right there because you hit uh, something that I I love this uh, to talk about this because it's so funny, uh, and I find the news media absolutely hilarious when they do this. Uh, when it suits their narrative, they love to talk about UFOs, aliens. You know, they they love pushing the narrative of uh, you know extraterrestrials, but the right. moment it doesn't fit their narrative, it becomes right. a joke, That's and right. they, and. They, Laugh and ridicule people. Like I remember last year when they came out with uh, a, a doctor who uh, from Cuba. I'm Cuban. I don't know if you can tell by the back here, the flag. Uh, but I'm of Cuban. You know, I'm American Cuban. And uh, I I, uh, I remember last year there was a doctor who was a Cuban lady who came forward and said, "Listen, uh, we've been treating uh, patients uh, for COVID." With hydro hydroxychloroquine. That's right. And, and it's working. You know, you guys should take a look at this. Immediately, the media was like, oh, she's just a crazy UFO believer and she believes in voodoo. She's nonsense. She's stupid. She's crazy. And then ridiculed this lady. Now, I suffer from lupus, which is why, you know, one of the reasons uh, I had to postpone a show this week because I had a, a lupus and thyroid issue, which kept yeah. me from doing my first show. Uh, I have had hydroxychloroquine in the past. Uh, I've got an immune disease, okay? I have a thyroid issue. I suffer from uh, mixed derma, which is a thyroid issue. I have lupus, which is an immune disease. If anybody should have been dead by now, me, right, with COVID. Uh, in fact, I always say if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, this guy here, first to go. Guaranteed, I will be on the chopping block the moment the first zombies appear. Why? I'm slow. I got diseases, uh, you know, and, and I'm not in good health. So I'm pretty sure the zombies will have a feast on me. They'll, it, it'll be like a, like a party on Zombieland, right? Now, I survived COVID. My father's had it. My uncle's had it. I've had uh, 13 people that I know of, uh, doctor, who've had COVID-19. None of them have died. One of my uncles died after he got vaccinated. He never had the, the illness before, but he got the vaccine because he's elderly. He was in a, in a hospice center, had a stroke a few years ago, so he was in hospice. But he was alert when we spoke to him, had the vaccine, drops dead a week later. Not saying it was the vaccine. I'm just saying, let's take a look at it. Uh, you know, sometimes, like Trump said, you can't let the cure be worse than the disease, right? Trump said that. Uh, for a reason, the orange men said it. And let's just uh, leave it at that. Now, uh, 
I should be dead at this point. I'm not. That's it in itself a miracle. But I tell you this much. With everything that's been happening, let's go really far back here and start at the beginning because uh, if you connect the dots, this is something that started in 2019 when we arrested some Chinese nationals who were leaving and we found out right. they're working with the Wuhan lab and they're right. carrying a certain virus with them. Uh, one of them also was a gentleman who was a teacher at Harvard. We know all right. these facts. So we right. know they've been engineering this for a while now, whether it escaped by accident or whatever, it doesn't matter. I think that the players behind the scenes are trying to fast forward the end times. And I'm happy you brought Dr. Uh, or Dr. You brought William Cooper into this because I've read Behold the Pale Horse yes. front to back several times. I quoted actually in my Facebook on one of my images in the background on the top. It's, it's actually a paragraph of uh, part of the book because I'm a big believer that he was onto like some real truths. And yes. I do believe that this has all been orchestrated because they're trying to fast forward the end times. And almost it's like they're trying to make it and will it into existence. Does that make any sense well, to you? Yes, because there's actually two histories that's actually been written in our in our world, and it really started in the Garden of Eden, because you have the Cain lineage that's really what I call the serpent lineage mm -hmm. that got through the flood, and, and I, I wrote extensively about how those recessive genes were actually became dominant genes, and then how they resurfaced through uh, the Canaan Ham lineage, and how the, the fallen angels were very much a part of all that and the fact that there were giants and the remnant of giants actually after the flood. So what has happened if you study the works of uh, what I call satanic works or the sacred sciences or the sciences that are considered black magic mm -hmm. and you follow the secret societies and how that bit of information has gone through history right parallel to what we would say would be the godly creation, uh, the, the chosen people, and what right. the Bible brings to, to the world. Uh, but what you find is that they've been going right along the whole time, right side by side, and it really yep. ends in Scripture with what is called the parable of the wheat and tares. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times people do not understand that there is something here with us that looks like us, but it's not of us. And scripture has told yeah. us that over and over again. That was one of the reasons that when Moses was going out to the promised land, that God specifically told them to kill every man, woman, child, and even the animals, because he did mm -hmm. not want the chosen people to even have any relationship with them because they were not the same as the chosen people. And so if Correct. you don't get the foundation as to what really happened in the Garden of Eden and why God, once they ate with the serpent, said that there this lineage of the serpent and the lineage of uh, of man as god created it through adam and eve that there would always be this enmity between them this hatred and that it would go through history so what we're seeing is that in the secret societies this these sciences and this evil and this way of doing underground kind of work and trying to force everybody back into the tower of babel where you have a universal yeah. consciousness and everybody's tap together and they answer to one person and that is what really god did not like that at the tower of babel and that's why he destroyed what was happening but what i 
I'm showing in my research is that with the technology and the things that are coming, that it's going to connect people with one mind. They're trying to make you transhuman. They're trying to connect you to artificial intelligence so that the 5G and the 60G capability that we have using all of our gadgets can mm -hmm. literally be put in place to control us. Yeah. And then we become like robots because the extensive work that I did, especially in volume two of my Beguile series, uh, I talk a lot about the pineal gland, which is the third eye that's right there in our forehead that is a workable organ. And a lot of times people don't really understand that. The Eastern religions has always taught certain things, but the Eastern religions actually came from the secret societies of trying to yeah. in, in, involve illumination. And so they were trying to tap in. Now, Scripture never tells us that you can't do it. It actually tells you you can. The problem is if you try to come into something on your own, if you try to climb the ladder and you try to be like God, you are falling into the hands of a satanic group of fallen angels that have been here with us the entire time. And so that's the thing that, you know, I try to show because if you don't understand what you're fighting against, and scripture really does tell us that we don't fight against flesh and blood. We're actually fighting against principalities and powers in very high places. Yep. That's a hard thing for us to comprehend because most of the time, if we can't see it, we don't believe that it's real. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was one of the things that even with uh, Thomas, when he found out that Jesus had risen from the dead and he didn't get to see him, when the other disciples were like, oh, my gosh, we saw Jesus. He's alive. <laughs> you know, Thomas was like, well, I'm, I'm just really not into this, you know, till I see it with my own eyes. And so sure enough, he does. And then he, of course, believes. So a lot of the research that I do is for all those doubting Thomases out there yeah. who want to <laughs> see it, who want to understand it in, in real time. And I think that's the thing that science is finally catching up enough that I can use science to really show that what Scripture has been telling us all along is, is really the truth. And so, yes, everything that is happening now has had this undercurrent of these two histories that are running parallel through history, and they're coming to a final battle. And yes, it says in Scripture that we don't know the day or the hour, but we will know the season. And so right. Satan and his people know the season. And so they've got things in place because when Jesus walked the earth, these demonic beings said to Jesus, they knew who he was. They asked him, have you come before the time? In other words, you're not supposed to be here yet. So, yeah. you know, they they are very aware that Satan has this capability of controlling certain things. And mm -hmm. so if that's the case, then he is he has the ability to do things we just can't even dream he would know about. So, yes, those evil people that have been preparing the world for where we are at, they have had an agenda. Just like scripture tells us, here we go, you know, we're going to be working toward the end of days and then it's going to become a, like a woman in travail. And as we get closer to that time, to that season, it's like if we know a woman gets pregnant, she's got nine months. Well, in the first couple of weeks, she may be a little bit sick, she may not feel good. But as time goes on, she starts swelling, she gets bigger and she, her hormones go crazy and then she eats peanut butter and pickles. And then she doesn't like this one. She's crying all the time and then she starts start having this pain and the baby starts kicking. And then all these things start happening all at the same time. That's where you, we're you coming to. You left me a peanut butter. You left me a peanut butter. 
they love peanut butter. So, yes. so what happens is once you get to that point, you can say the season. You may not know the day the baby's coming. You might yeah. not know it's going to be Monday at 12 noon. But you know, based on the signs and the it's nine tough. months, that you are getting close. So you're like a watchman on the wall warning people, look, we are in the season. So a lot of people get a little scared about date setting. I've never had a problem with that. The, the thing is for you to be ready because what happens is scripture says there's certain things that's going to happen. It's going to lead up to this and it's going to come so fast. And perfect example was COVID. A lot of people never dreamed that we could be looking at the loss of, of economics yeah. in the entire world that our dollar could totally go, that nobody mm. would be able to buy, sell, or trade, that what the money that you would have would be like in Bitcoins and cyberspace and not like mm. tangible. <laughs> I mean, and that, that you would not be able to go anywhere, or see anybody, and food shortages, and then the famines that are happening. I mean, it's just all the things that we have known have happened. We know that there's earthquakes. We know that there's hurricanes. We know that there's bad weather. We know that there's plagues and pestilences. But what I've been showing is how these things are getting closer and closer together with greater intensity. And they are building just like a woman getting ready to deliver a child. And instead of it being an earthquake over here every now and then, a hurricane over here every now and then, you know, a little bit of famine over here. What we're seeing now is all these things that were here, maybe a little high temperature over here, a little bit too cold temperature here, records being broken. Unprecedented things that we've never seen in our entire history. Just listen to the Weather Channel and they'll mm -hmm. go, oh, this is unprecedented. We've never, you can hear it if you will be listening. And what that does is it tells you that, yes, all these things have been happening all this time, but no. When the season gets where everything is happening at the same time with greater intensity, then the baby's going to be born. In other words, the end of days is going to happen. And we are living in that time period. And I think that some of this with the UFO, like you were mentioning about earlier, you know, I started talking about UFOs when I was a little kid because I did a book called Parables of Joy on a Georgia farm, which is true stories about me growing up so that people would know who I am and know that I'm not some conspiracy nut, that I really, <laughs> truly am who I, as who you see. I don't use pen names. I tell you the truth. This is how what happened. But when I was eight years old, I was riding uh, one night with my, my father on his Honda. And I, we, I'm just a little country girl out in, in South Georgia. We're out on a chip and seal highway in the middle of nowhere. And then we see this great light and it goes past us. And my father was a, a uh, pilot. He actually uh, was a crop duster. And back in those oh, wow. days, you just didn't have planes flying around at night. I mean, I can remember yeah. as a little girl going to Atlanta, Georgia, one little landing strip with this one little building that we went <laughs> upstairs to watch the planes come in and you had to wait forever to ever see one. I mean, so it's not like, there was a lot of planes in the sky. And then the next yeah. day, Dad came back and, you know, they had put in the newspaper. I'll never forget that there was all these lights that were seen going up the East Coast. And we had seen one of them. I mean, I literally got to see what they were saying. So I always knew because he was a pilot and I saw how it affected him. And then, you know, I got really interested and we got a, you know, telescope and we lived out in the middle of nowhere. So and we had no lights. So we got to see great meteorite shows and whatever. And so now... 
when I see the meteorites shows and showers that we have now, there's so much more advanced. There's so much mm-hmm. bigger bow lights. I mean, there's things that the, it lights up the sky and you see a tail run forever and it will leave a stream forever. Yep. Those things were not happening in, in meteor shows and showers that I saw growing up. I mean, these things have literally gotten a little bit worse and worse and worse. And to the point that NASA put up cameras along the East Coast. And a long time ago, if I wanted to get information uh, about how many bolides were coming in, I could find mm-hmm. out from them. Now that information is secret. Why? Yes. I mean, yeah. like, why are they hiding that? And then we've got these telescopes that are out in Arizona on Indian reservation land and the Indians have to get a pass to go across the area where these telescopes are. I mean, why is that like that? So we know that something's coming. We know that something's going to happen. We know that somebody knows that. It's the same thing with uh, the the pestilences and the plagues and the vaccines. I can go back in my work and I do show you my work. I started talking about vaccinations and plagues and things of that back in 1999 and showing how different things were coming. And so I've gradually watched, you know, we went from these kinds of little diseases to this kind of disease and then the next kind of disease. And we've just seen like West Nile virus, Zika virus. I mean, there's all these Mm -hmm. little things that just started cropping up every year. We saw flu get, you know, get bad and then get better. But then we saw (laughs) the flu vaccination start causing problems. No, 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 no. Nobody dies of the flu anymore. Now it's just all COVID. <laughs> so, so it is, it, it, and I guess because I've been studying this for so long, I can see all the red flags just going everywhere yeah. because I've been watching this progress from the first part of the season. You know, the simple little things, when, a, like I say, when a woman's having, I saw the simple little things start coming together and then start getting a little worse and a little worse and a little closer together and more of them happening at the same time to now we are in that season that scripture tells us it's going to happen. And there is literally, it's kind of like once you get on the train, there's no stopping until it stops and God stops it. In other words, if you are going to get a woman pregnant in nine months, she's going to deliver that baby. You don't, you really can't go like stop unless you do an abortion. It is a process that is going to happen. So it's how do we prepare for that? That's the thing that concerns me is that when we see the vaccination programs and we know that there's bad things put in vaccines and it's not just this one vaccine that's going on now. I'm talking about vaccines that go way back. I talk about that in my books and show you the types of things are put in there. Why are mm-hmm. they in there? Why do you need a cloned baby cells in a vaccine? Why do you need toxic substance <laughs> in a yeah. vaccine? Well, we know those things are not good. Why would you want to mess up your DNA? And why would you want it to replicate in a way that you could put something in it that can connect you to artificial intelligence? What is the, the goal? The, the 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 thing that troubles me about the vaccines, it, you know, it's not so much they rushed them out and were being used as guinea pigs. That's you know bad enough, uh, but you know that's uh, that's overlooked that because people wanted this at warp speed, which I love the the reference to uh, space travel. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know the the funny thing about the vaccine is the Moderna vaccine, for example, on their website they put that this is uh, an operating system. Now for us techie nerds like myself, uh, we know what an operating system is, and it's not a vaccine. Uh, I know how vaccines work. Uh, this, when I looked at 
the actual science and you know the left loves to quote science 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 so let's talk about science for a second uh when i looked at the actual research uh, behind the moderna vaccine for example there's nothing vaccine about this this is literally they're going into your dna through the mrna and they're planting really uh what we feared for a long time a way to like microchip us without actually saying it's a microchip and so they can go in and rewrite our dna now this is something that even uh bill cooper spoke about and you know in his book he spoke about the false flag ufo invasion uh he spoke about the mass school shootings are they going to use that we we've gone through that parkland and other uh you know shootings which are horrific and a lot of you know awful things and right. children have died uh, but these are stuff that he was talking about 25, 30 years ago. And a lot of folks within our community have been warning us it's going to happen before it gets worse. Now it's getting worse. But let's go back a little bit here because, you know, we, we talked about scripture and we talked about Eden. And uh, I wanted to go back to the Garden of Eden for a second uh, because I do believe that the Bible is a work of nonfiction. It's a great illustrator of historical facts but it's been manipulated by mankind over the years and some things have been changed some words have been you know retranslated wrong you know things have uh, have been kept out of scripture which should have been there uh for example the land of nod uh, i'm sure you're familiar with that part of scripture with a uh, garden of eden uh, when uh, cain and abel had their fight cain killed abel God said, okay, even though I told your parents, Adam and Eve, that I was going to kick him out of the garden, I really didn't do that. But you killed your brother, Cain, so I'm really kicking you out this time. So, and that's me joking around. That's not, I'm sure that's not the way God actually spoke to him, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's the, the whole gist of it. Now, he, he gets kicked out. He wanders around, as scripture tells us, and he lands on the land of Nod where he finds a, a village ends up getting married. Now, if Adam and Eve were the first couple created by God, and Cain and Abel were their offspring, who are these people who are the village of Nod, or the land of Nod, that uh, Cain lands on, where he finds a, a lady, and he marries and has kids? As Seinfeld would say, who are these people? Now, that is a question I think that uh, nobody wants to ask religion, and, and that's part of I think of what our scripture has been uh, you know completely missing, and what they took out of the initial uh, book uh, because there you know there's a narrative that societies want to like you know fill us with. What what are your thoughts of the land of Nod and that part of of the Bible in Eden? Well, you know, I in uh, my work, especially in the Beguile series, I kind of explain this so that people understand. The Genesis 1, when you start looking at that, it is totally different than the Garden of Eden. And what we find right. is that there were generations before that were really before the Garden of Eden. And when you look at Scripture, you find that God created a male and female in his image, that was not Adam and Eve. And he sent them out as hunters and gatherers. That's a different type of human being. We know from the archaeological record, and we have discovered that before there was a Homo sapien, there was a Homo erectus. 
And right. what the Homo erectus was able to do was to hunt and gather. And I find it very interesting that when God creates these two beings, that he tells them to replenish the earth. So that is telling us that there was something even before them. And the fact that we look at around us, especially at the, um, the planets, all the planets are uh, void and they are dead. They're dead. Pretty much, There's yeah. Not, they're dead. They were been I mean, told, yeah, so far. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so if you look at it, God, when he creates things, he doesn't do things in a destructive manner. So when he created, I mean, you can start looking, it says when he created the heavens and the earth and everything, it says, and it was good, and it was good, and it was after its kind, and it was good. So we've got to figure that God created the heavens and the earth. And just take a break there. <laughs> and then the earth was void. And all this. So something had happened. Now let's look at Mars. It's dead. You can look at the, uh, the a moon. You can look at the other planets that we've sent things to look at. They're dead. They're literally dead. And so if that destruction had happened, if you go back and you look at the book of Enoch, which a lot of people don't realize was in the first Bibles, the really early translations of the Bibles, mm -hmm. it really tells right, yeah. you about the, the war that happened. It's called the War of the Sons of Darkness and the War Between the Sons of Darkness and the Sons of Light. So apparently there was this huge war in heaven that our Bible scriptures do reference. They reference in the book of Jude. They reference it in the book of Revelation. And so we can also see it in the book of Genesis that, yes, that something God created. And if he created it, it would have not been, you know, void and without right. form. It would have had right. something to do with that. And the fact that he allows once he starts a creation or the creation event starts for us to read about, he lets those things that were out there be light. Because we know that the constellations and the planets, that they're used to give us signs and reasons for seasons and things to come. They're predictors of certain right. things. I mean, even the prophet Daniel, when he was taken in by Nebuchadnezzar, he ended up becoming the teacher of the Magi, who eventually, right. who were not Christians, who actually became the, the wise men who we read about that follow the star to find Jesus. Because they had right. been taught... Yeah by the prophet Daniel. So it's not like these things don't mean something, don't have meaning. There, there is a, a, you know, some people believe in astrology, but they've, they've manipulated astrology and try to make it like a fortune telling <coughs> thing. It's really not. When you look at the, the astrology as to what the Magi was involved with, it, and scripture tells us they were used for signs and for what will be coming so there there is a reason that everything is like it is so if you look at that you know immediately that wh whoever put this in force had a rhyme and reason behind it i just find it very mm -hmm. interesting that that war in heaven happened we can look you know, at mars we can look at other things and, and they look like they're totally destroyed and apparently sure. earth was too and then he created these homo erectus because before that there's not a there's not anything so the Darwin theory is out because there's 223 genes that we have that no other animal has. Right. So we can't now, go like, you know, through before the you go on, I mean, Before you go on too far, though, uh, would the, uh, the, the term and the words 
he created the heavens and the earth, you know, you have to take that as literal. So if he created the heavens first, meaning space, time, the fabric of what we know as space and time, the universe, the galaxies, he created all the heavens, and then he came and created earth. That means we weren't the first he created, but, uh, you know, like you said, you know, we were uh, based in the image of God or the gods that created us. Uh, whether there's one entity or multiple, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm open to all interpretations. That's, uh, I'm not a religious religious person, but I am open to everybody's interpretation. I do think there is one, uh, I guess you could say, one entity uh, that controls everything. Uh, there's always the rule of one, right? I mean, somebody has to come up with it. Then you get to the question, like it's like the chicken and the egg. Well, who gave God his life? You know, is there a mom a God? Who knows? I don't know. I'm not asking that question. That would be a little too much for my senses. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, if the, the the term he created the heavens and the earth are taken literally, uh, then we, we have to take a look at also that there is the possibility that while now other planets are void of life, like you, you say, which is very true, we have no life on the moon that we know of, none on Mars, Venus. That's a greenhouse effect. There can't be any life there. Uh, Saturn, all the other planets are too far from the sun. We seem to be on the Goldilocks zone, right? The perfect spot for life. Right. Why is it Earth the special one in our solar system? Why is it we hear nothing from other planets out there that you know we've been you know listening for years and years? SETI has come up with nothing uh, that we know of anyway. Uh, now, with that said, people are seeing things in the skies. I've had multiple sightings as a kid, Doctor Joy. I had uh, one in California, I had, uh, as a kid, one in Florida, and then I did a show called Sky Watchers Radio, which was a lead-in show to uh, Art Bell's show for a couple of years. Oh, for yes, couple of- yes. Yeah, we did that on uh, Dark Matter Digital, when Art Bell was coming back, and uh, that was all audio, so nobody got to see the beauty that you, you're looking at right now, uh, but uh, we did all audio on there. And we also talked about UFO videos, and we called, you know, what we thought were debunkable and what was real and whatnot. But right. there's a portion of that which is our own budget, you know, black budget projects. But whether it's, you know, 10%, 5%, or 2%, there's a percentage of that that is undeniably unidentifiable, you know, right. aerial aircrafts. Whether they come from another planet, another galaxy, another dimension, whatever it is. They're not known aircrafts as far as I know them. I followed a lot of the black budget stuff, and I know what we have more or less. Now, obviously, we've got to have more advanced stuff that, I, that I'm that i aware of. That's obvious. Michael Salas and others have worked on, on this stuff over the years. Uh, but the question always remains is, if the heavens and then the earth came into being, then there is a chance that we are being visited, and we've been being visited for a long time, which goes back into my question of, uh, well, could it, you know the entire thing be all wrapped up into one ball? And I'm talking about all paranormal activity, ghostly, even leprechauns. Uh, could have all been misunderstood uh, extraterrestrial activity, which leads up to a god. Now, this refutes science, religion, God, everything into one ball. I think that's the final mystery of life. When you start combining everything, even evolution, because, you know, just because you might say, well, God created the heavens and the earth, 
it doesn't mean that God didn't say, okay, I'm going to create the heavens and the earth and let evolution happen. As we know, plants are born. That's an evolutionary process. Humans have babies. We, are, we grow up. That's an evolutionary process. We had a tailbone at one point. We lost that through evolution. That's an evolutionary process. Uh, time itself, the way we measure it, it's created by us to explain evolution, how things decay and over time they, they come and go. But it doesn't take away from God and the creation part of everything. And I think that's what science and creationists are kind of like always butting heads at. And it's silly because when they come together, I think that's when we're going to find the answer. And what's your thought of that? I'm pretty sure you're, you're on point with me right. a little bit. Well, the, the thing about it is uh, the physics uh, physicists are really having to really readjust their thought processes yeah. because, you know, there's been this uh, ability now that we look at the universe and we see that everything has a rhyme and reason. And anything that is chaotic doesn't seem to produce anything. So the thought process of, you know, two rocks sitting together in a Big Bang Theory and there's this chaos, it would never, it could never make what is us. It could never do the genetic pool. It could never uh, invent in, in, in the, the rhyme and the reason and the cycles and the things that happen that we know to be true in science. It, you can't do it. So some of the physicists now are having to say that, yes, there was a creator. And we can trace back, because of genetics now, we can trace back to the first woman. We can mm. trace our, we can trace our mitochondrial DNA. We can do all this kind of stuff. And we now, they, in, in fact, scientists have named that first woman Eve. Um, right. And we know that scripture tells us that we came from this first woman Eve. And so, you know, because geneticists and uh, the people that are studying this kind of thing in, in biology, it seems to be that breaking the the code of DNA and understanding the the rhyme and reason behind life, it's given us a great understanding that this just all didn't happen. I mean, you know, we would if we sat around and we didn't do anything, we wouldn't have a World Wide Web. We wouldn't have the things that we're doing right now to be able to do the show we're doing. So it means right, yeah. there had to be a brain behind it to make this happen. So just imagine a great I am was told in scripture that God has no beginning, no end, and that he always was. Well, that's hard for us to comprehend because we've lived in a world of seed, time, and harvest, and so we see a cycle. But when you think about God, it's something that always was. It's hard for us to really grasp that. And that's, that's the problem is we try to put him as a human. We are in his image. We know that when <laughs> Jesus was right. here especially with my work on the Strata of Turin, which I really show in my work is very real. It's the authentic cloth that Jesus resurrected through. You do see that he was a man and that he was human and that we have his image and he has our image. So scripture is proving these kinds of things using science. And so if you try to make it that we have evolved from apes, there's no genetic capability to do that. I mean, there's no, there's this missing link that you can never link us together. And so when you go back and you look at scripture and you see that, yes, there was a male and female that was a hunter and gatherer. We know that from the archaeological record. We know there was a homo erectus. We mm -hmm. know that those people could do what they did. But the biggest thing is that we don't teach about the sons of God coming from the daughters of men. And scripture tells us when this happened, they took the women. It was not that they wanted, you know, the women wanted them. They took them and that right. they produced these, these children that were giants and that the giants were so bad and they were destroying everything. And that brought about the great flood. And so it was a kind of a reset 
by God to kind of get rid of that gene pool. But what happened is it did cross over in some of Ham's lineage and they had a sexual relationship just like we did thoroughbred dogs and they reconstituted that. But then what happened was with those people, that's where you got the Tower of Babel that I mentioned a while ago. So it's tried to take us back to the Tower of Babel. I mean, that's where Satan always wanted to be God. He's still trying to, you know, make us believe that we can be little gods ourselves. He tried <laughs> to make Adam and Eve do that. So there's, yeah. there's these things that have happened in the garden that at the end of days, and that was one thing when I was trying to explain the end of days, I thought, you know, you've got to get the foundation from Eden. And that's why I went back and brought Eden in, because until you see that the red dragon, who is a part of the end of days, has been with us all the time in the garden of Eden as the tree of knowledge of good and evil, if if Adam and Eve had done really exactly what God asked them to do, to stay away from the truth, not have anything to do with the tree, to not touch it, we would all be living in paradise. Yeah. All of this would yeah. have never happened. And I've had some people say, well, Joy, well, the fact that they did eat, why didn't God just kind of get rid of them and start all over? Because God can all see. In other words, he saw all the seeds that Adam and Eve would produce, including you and I. He knows exactly what, how it's going to play out. And for some reason, because what happened with the fallen angels and all that took place, we're having to go through something that we're doing right now to bring us to an end of days in which those fallen beings will be forever put into darkness. And the bad thing is, is that if we allow ourselves to get caught up in these fallen beings' agenda, <laughs> then we're going to go spend time with them and, and you can't ever come back and be into paradise. So it's kind of like a, it's a really important process that you need to make sure you understand the whole picture. It's like not sitting there thinking, well, Oh, my government's going to take care of me. I don't have anything to <laughs> yeah. worry about. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're going to take care of you because the next step is for you to get your check. You're going to have to get a mark. And if you don't get the mark, you're not going to get you this and you're not going to be able to, I mean, there's a conspiracy. They're going to take care of you, all right. A in about real conspiracy. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, once you start playing the game, it's just like the Nazis when they started playing the games with the young people and they manipulated them, and then they got to the point where they were wanting to take over the world, and they almost did. It's a wonder we were not speak, speaking German. I mean, just by the hair of our necks, were we not all Germans? So, the thing about it is when you see that there is this evil being named. Satan was Lucifer that fell, fell with the 200 angels, according to the book of Enoch. And that there was something that went on that was very, you know, terrible that's playing itself out. And that we are, you know, I, I said a long time ago, it's like God and Satan are sitting at a chessboard and we're the pawns. Mm -hmm. And you've got this little chessboard. You've got so many moves. You can do so many things in your life. You're given opportunities. You can do things that you want to do. But there comes a moment when it's checkmate. So if you want your life to end up in an eternity with the guy who created it all, then he's got a manual. His, his book is the Bible. This is what he's asking you to do. If you're going to end up with him, you got to follow it. If you don't want to follow it, he's saying, okay, fine. You've got choice. I gave you free will. You can choose to do like Satan and the fallen angels. You spend time with them for eternity, but you're not going to be able to cross that path back and forth because once you die, there is a great gulf and nobody will ever be able to step or go across it. And so that's the thing that worries me is that so many people don't realize how important something that exists within all of us. And that is a soul. You breathe the breath of life in you and a soul. 
when a sperm and an egg actually come together, there's a spark of energy that now science is proven. I mean, like MIT and them, they can take a picture of when that happens. And you mm -hmm. can see a burst of energy happens. Once energy is made, according to the law of thermodynamics, it can never be destroyed. Yeah. So, you know, you that's are, like you are, a big bang. you are forever. That's like a big bang. That's like uh, God's big bang, really. Like the, uh, and it's something that we can't do, you know, yeah. and when people start saying, well, they can abort a baby after three weeks or four weeks or six months or whatever, I'm telling you that the baby's already there. At that moment, when that comes together, that energy is there. It's like ice can be ice. It can be water. It can be vapor. It's still H2O. It doesn't matter whatever. In, in the near-death experiences of people that I've talked to that had children that died and then they had children and then that child almost died and comes back and says, I met my sister or my brother, okay, and nobody had told them about it. This is proof that once you step out of your body, if you've ever been in a near-death experience, if you've ever done transcendental meditation, if you've never done astral flight, you, when you step out of your body and you look back at your body, you can tell it's a shell. But what you're standing in is something that looks like you, and you've got still your thought processes. So when you see your body laying down there dying, you're going to still be you. you still got your mind, but the thing about it is you're going to go one place or the other. And you've been told if you do it like this, you get to go here. If you do it like this, well, you end up here. And you're going to answer to the Creator any way you look at it because everything you think, do, or say is being recorded. Your brain literally is transmitting and receiving through this pineal gland all the time. It says yeah, the God pineal gland created gland is the like world the, with sound. The, the, the pineal gland is kind of like our connection to like the worldwide universal web. That's, uh, right. that's what. That's what, and, and some people say it connects it to the uh, Akashic Records. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of folks that, that do believe that. Uh, what are your thoughts of, like, uh, things like ayahuasca, people who take uh, certain things uh, to try to connect uh, to this other world, other existence? Well, see, you know, that's one of the things that if you study Hitler's work, they had a little place called Camelot that they all got together and did remote viewing and they got into the seances. And, oh, gosh, he was very much into to connect into the fallen angels yeah, in that spiritual realm. It, and scripture tells us we can do that. I mean, the witch of Endor did that. She conjured up Samuel for King Saul. I mean, it's not that these things are not real. That's what I'm saying. The, the Bible is it's the most paranormal book ever written, and it's all about the truth about it. You know, when I'm people, like I say, when people don't want me to be on their show about paranormal, I'm like, okay, I don't think you understand paranormal very well. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, it all got bush. started. I can't say somebody spoke to a burning bush in the, in the Bible. I mean, really? That, and it wasn't being consumed. Was I mean, what? Okay. <laughs> And people walked on water, people raised from the dead, water to wine. I mean, you could just go on and on about it. I mean, it's literally spiritual things, demons and demons coming out of people and possessing people and people being dead for three days and coming back alive. I mean, it's just on and on and on. So the thing about it is if you really see that there is this, this evil that exists and why it's here, then you get a better understanding if you step out of the body and you're still you. Okay, then that means you're not really lights out at death. So just hang mm -hmm. up the atheistic whatever you got going on that you think you can just live your life, whatever, and you don't answer anything. Like I said, physicists themselves are saying, look at what the DNA, how it's programmed, what's happening with that, how our intelligence factor is like it is. But if you've had a near-death experience, you're going to know 
What I'm telling you is the truth. When you step out, you're still you. You still got your mind. You still like you. You can put your hands like this, and it's still you, but you're laying down there through a windshield. Okay? Correct, yeah. You know that that body is dying, but you are still alive. And if that's the case, then that means what we've been told it, it death. There is another dimension that you go into. And if you have not made the right choices, then the dimension you get to end up in is not a good one. And so you need to read the scriptures and you really need to know what God says about it. It's like I've always said, I never understood why people didn't want to read the Bible. And I'm like, if you go down to take a car exam to get your license, you read the manual before you go down Correct. there. Yeah. You don't listen to somebody else. You read your manual because you're going to be tested on it and you're going to have to perform. Well, God gave you the manual and you're going to be tested on it. And you better perform the way he wants you to, because if you don't, when you stand before him, he's going to be like, look, I gave you every opportunity. Every op- he, he might say, well, what, politically correct. Or Joe and, and John, John were doing this and I went with him. He's not going they to take off that. the bridge. I had to jump with them. That's that's the problem. Yeah, right. let, let, let me uh, uh, give you this little piece of uh, nugget of, of uh, wisdom that I was told a long time ago. And I'm pretty sure you might have heard this before. Maybe not. Uh, but there, there's a name that uh, somebody coined for the Bible. And it stuck with me my entire adult life. The Bible. And what it stands for is basic instructions before leaving earth. It's true. I've heard that before. And it's really the case because yep. there's nothing in the Bible that is not true. And then there's nothing that you will go through in your life that's not addressed in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the answer for everything that's going wrong. I mean, it's the answer for how you treat children, how children should do their parents, <laughs> how people should live in society. If you've got a master, if you're a slave, I mean, whatever. It tells you everything that you need to do to handle you getting back into paradise. And, it, and it's a promise that we've been given by something that created us to give us a chance to get there. You know, if, if, if he had not sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross, we would all be going with Satan. Because mm. when he got enough of Satan, he cast him out along with his 200 angels. And there's no doubt in my mind that some of these, like, you know, when you look at the UFO phenomena, and I've had many, many sightings. I've seen the triangles. I've seen the round craft. I mean, I've seen craft produce themselves out of nothing, but an arch coming out. I mean, I have seen all of that stuff. There is no way that that is of the human race, okay? There's no way. We could not survive in that. And if we had the capability of doing this gravitational thing within these things, and we could, why don't we do it at the space station? We don't do that. So it's not like you know, we have this stuff that we could keep doing human-wise. If we had that capability, then why are we worried about the Chinese? Why are we worried <laughs> about the Russians? I mean, really, well, the that, things that I've that, seen, we could blow them out of the sky. Yeah, no, but see, the thing is, with the, when we talk about the politics aspect, like the Chinese or the Russians, a lot of that, I think, is misdirection. It's like magic. Um, I do think that there's a lot of craft that we do have, and I kind of disagree a little bit here, uh, that can do some of this stuff. And the reason I say that is because I, I'm aware of, uh, you know, certain technologies that we have uh, within our possession from speaking to individuals 
that are highly reputable individuals, uh, one of which I worked with for a few years, and he was at a uh, UFO retrieval uh, crash where there was actually a, a downed craft in, in here in Florida, actually, in the 70s. And he yes. went and he retrieved the uh, the craft, and it was an American-made. It wasn't an alien ship, uh, but it was a saucer. He said he saw the pilots. They looked German, of all things. Funny enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were the first ones to develop it. Yeah. Uh, that's where I'm actually going with this, because if we follow back to history, uh, to Nazi Germany, for example, like that's you right. said, Hitler was into the occult and all that stuff. My theory has been for years that what happened at Roswell was an alien that crashed. It was one of ours. We were test flying it because we inherited or inherited all the Nazi German that's good right. scientists, as we called them. Uh, as Werner von Braun and all these other uh, gentlemen right. that came over. And they started our space program. It's not like NASA was already built when Werner von Braun got here. No, he came over and he said, I will create NASA in the space program. And then he went on Disney uh, TV and he worked with Walt Disney. And he seemed like the nicest guy in the oh, world. Yeah. Way before my time, but I seen footage and he just seemed like a lovely gentleman. And yeah, this yeah. is a guy who worked directly with Hitler was part of the uh, atrocities that happened in Nazi Germany, awful things that happened. But we treated him and the people that came over from there, the scientists, like they were the greatest people on earth. We gave them a free pass right. uh, to to society here. We gave them, uh, you know, our our land, and we told them you're you're now a citizen. We give you every uh, freedom, and uh, they became part of of uh, America. They integrated with us, and. You know, that I think is what started a lot of the, the, the communist agenda behind the scenes in our own country because we went from a country that was completely against communism to we're right. now at the thread of becoming a communist country. Oh, and it's scary, but it, that takes time. That doesn't happen overnight in a great right. economy like ours. It, it takes about 80 to 100 years for that to happen, if it happens at all, and we're right at that cusp from it happening. That's a scary part. But I think Roswell happened because of our own technology. I think even Tesla dying um, had something to do with it because he was working on anti-gravity, yes. Yes. Uh, electromagnetic, uh, gravitational, uh, you know, electricity, uh, flying saucer technology. I mean, the man was ahead of his time uh, by 100 years at least. I do think that Every once in a while, society or the world is given that person, whether you could say it was Jesus, the Buddha, whoever, uh, that comes to the earth as a, as a uh, an avatar, as a sense, to bring us and advance us uh, when it comes to certain technologies. I think Tesla might have been that mind. Albert Einstein might have been part of that hive mind also because they were the two geniuses of their time. Imagine what they would have been doing around now in 2021 with those brilliant minds of theirs but now we have elon musk right asperger's right. Syndrome. genius doesn't matter if he has asperger's the man's a genius he's going to put us on mars supposedly now with that said i think we've been to mars i think we've been to other planets we've seen where you said they're dead you know there's nothing much there but could there have been something else there i know our friend gary would say definitely you look at the faces yes. on mars right you would definitely right. agree there, there was something there. I tend yes. to agree with him that there was something there. Now it's here. And I think yes. that's the great mystery. 
I think where there might have been life in other parts of our own solar system, it all ended up here, right. and that our God is all the same God, and it's the yes. same creator. And as he created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was the greatest creation, it might not have mean that there was no life on Mars or other places they created life. It right. just wasn't as great as what we created here. I think the earth itself was the garden of Eden. The yes. entire planet, that's just my theory. Where God said, okay, we're going we're gonna to create this garden of beautiful Eden, this earth-like planet. Unlike everything else, because Mars is too far away from the light, from the sun, to get proper nutrition. And all these other planets are, you know, not in the same location either. So I'm going to create the perfect planet, and I think that's what he did here on Earth. And we're living, really, the existence of that creation. And whatever happened afterwards with Adam and Eve and everything else that was put in the book, uh, I think all that stuff is in there because somebody had to keep a record. So now, mind you, we humans wrote the Bible. It's not like God came down from the heavens one day with the book and said, it took me a few years, but I wrote a book. It's amazing. You know, it came through humans, We, you know, through apostles and people that are, they had visions and uh, they wrote it down and through all the eons, you know, we have the great work and and all the and all this knowledge that has been fed to the to society. But I do think a lot of that comes from our inner conscience, the whether you want to call it the universal records, the the universal internet directly connected to the creator, whatever you want to call it. I do think there is that creation aspect again that we go back to. Uh, but the 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 fact remains that I do think that technology has advanced enough that we are seeing some of those graphs. In fact, the Pentagon recently said that the, the, the pyramids in the sky, I know you've probably seen those videos. Yes. The funny thing is about those videos, I was watching those 10 years ago before <laughs> the Pentagon ever talked about it. Mentioned it, right. And I, I can tell you the exact aircraft that is, and it's not alien. That's called right. the Avenger 2. It's actually yeah. shaped like a pyramid. It's a black yeah. budget project. We've had it since the 80s. It was supposed to replace the stealth bomber. It looks just like what you're seeing now in that footage. Yeah. And that is, I think, what uh, William Cooper was talking about with the false flag alien invasion. Yeah. That's the scary part. Yeah, I mean, I, I go back and I look at the Project Paperclip, like you were talking about, where yeah. we got half of those scientists and, and, of course, Russia got the other half of the cosmonaut program. But even still, you got to go back into history, and you can find that even in the Great Pyramid, there were pictures of UFOs. And oh, there were yeah. pictures yeah. Yeah. In, of UFOs back in the days, even when uh, Leonardo da Vinci was painting. So there was there's this weird thing that even in the, in the pyramids, there are pictures supposedly of the great alien. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I really do believe that we have back, tried to backward engineer a lot of things. I think with the technology that we have, that we do have craft like that. My husband worked for uh, many years with TRW and was aware of some okay. of the things that were going on. And I actually worked with TRW for a, a small time. Uh, so I'm, I'm very aware of the black budget uh, craft and that kind of thing that they had. Uh, you know about the other thing? You know about but, what, the, what but, I'm talking about? 
But the thing, the thing that amazes me is that if we had the technology to do the things that I believe that these craft are able to do, that we would have already taken over and ruled the world. Because that's exactly what Hitler was trying to do. He was trying to get an idea on how to make these craft. And he was very involved with Antarctica and going down into something that was up there that we've been kept out of and we cannot go in, we can't see, and there's a lot of question about Middle Earth and what may be down there. Of course, I fully believe hell is down there because it says <laughs> Earth, you know, the hell is below us. But the, yes. the thing is, is that there is an entity here that does have a capability of you contacting. And many people who get in this illumination and try to contact those spiritual beings do contact them. And again, the scripture tells us it is real. It really can be contacted. That's why you have two different lines of thought process, ones that worship Satan, ones that worship God. There's power in both of those. I mean, you can look at when uh, Moses and Aaron went before the Pharaoh. They took their stick. It turned into a snake. The other guys that were with the Pharaoh put down sticks, and they had snakes too. And, you know, yeah. that was not really, you know, they, they, they did the same thing. It's just that God's had a better idea and a bigger snake, okay? If we look <laughs> at this, then what we're dealing with is that when we talk about the paranormal, we don't see but in a certain spectrum of light. So we see light right here. Use a bell curve. So anything on the sides, we don't see like infrared or into the right. ultraviolet light. And what we're finding with the technology that we have now is that a lot of the UFO craft are really being seen in ultraviolet light. Mm -hmm. So if you bend light in front of you, while you're sitting here, if light was being right in front of you, you could be standing <laughs> yeah. right here, and I could not see you. Literally, my eyes would not be able to behold it because we only have a three-dimensional capability with eyes. No different right. than if we look in a microscope and we see bacteria, or we have a telescope and we see the heavens. If we did not have that, then we would say, oh, well, that must not exist. But we can only see within this certain dimension. So if that's the case, then anything that's around us could be coming in and out of dimension. And I know one of the craft that I saw was an actual, you know, it looked like a, a pool, like when you play pool. It was, it was like okay. this, but in a distance, it looked, like, it looked like it was a circular sphere. But what happened was it shot out an arch of light, and it was a beam of light, of pure light. that went back and forth and back and forth, and then after the third time, it forms two of them. The oh, light wow. retract, the track. Light retracts back into the first one, and then they fly over the sky, and then I get to see them for about an hour, two hours, and watch what happens with this kind of sparkle kind of thing coming out of the back, and then the triangles come in behind them, and it's almost like they're refueling. I mean, it was weird stuff. And all I can say is, with the people that we've had in power, if we had that te technology as humans, if it was the United States that had that technology, we would own the world. If we had the technology, if we were Chinese or Russians, we would own the world. So there's something here with us, like we've been told, that be aware of. And they've been with us the whole time. I mean, I can honestly say, if you look at the 33rd parallel, back in Chinese history, they called it the path of the dragon. Tesla came up with the understanding about free energy and how things could be directed. If you look back into the days of the Babylonians, on their drawings, they always showed a being that had like wings and one side mm -hmm. was scale, serpent, the other side looked human. But they were all toting this little box. That little coil, no doubt in my mind, is what connected the earth energy. Around the earth is this magnetic grid. 
there are dragon nodes with water sites where they cross and they produce a telluric energy. This is where your mediums and your oracles would go to conjure up things, to send the body into an illuminated state, a vibratory state that allows something to come in through it. Those things are real. They really do produce what they talk about. The Bible talks about the oracle at Delphi. It talks about the other oracles. And so if we look at that, then there's been something here with us that has been very involved with the sacred sciences, with things that literally have a basis of trueness and science behind it, as well as what God established. And for some reason, it's at a war with itself between good and evil. And we ourselves are caught in that war. And if we don't have the mindset to figure it out, then we live our lives thinking we're just a grain of sand floating in the wind, but we are not. We are all here for a purpose. We're all here with a plan. We all have talents. We have been given an opportunity to do things and have the right choices and, and pursue. But 70 years or 100 years on this planet is not like forever. It's not enough. Yeah. And so uh, if you really yeah. look at it, forever is what you need to be thinking about. And so living your life to make the right decisions so that when you live forever and you're going to do it, either in a spiritual realm of evil or a spiritual realm of good, make the right choice so that you don't end up where you don't want to be. Because it says in scripture, my people suffer for lack of knowledge. And that's the problem. People have been trying to keep the truth away from you so that you don't know the truth. So you can't make the yeah. wise choice. And I just hope that, you know, with my work, you can find the truth and at least sit down for yourself and decide what is it, what you want, you know, what is it you want your future to be like? It's a, it's, it's the greatest thing you have. Your asset, the greatest asset you have is your soul. Prepare uh, I, for it. I agree 100% with that uh, assessment. That the only thing you really have is your soul. I lost my mother in 2016, uh, Dr. Uh, Joy. And uh, this sticks with me because uh, the moment of death, I was in the room with her in the hospital. My father was there also. Uh, she passed away of cancer. Very, very tough situation. My father... Uh, not a very religious person. I take after him. You know, we're never religious, but we're very spiritual. We believe that there is a, a, an afterlife. We believe there's a God. And uh, we believe in in ghosts. We lived in a haunted house when I was a kid. That's a different show altogether. Uh, and a true story. Very, very scary. Yeah. Uh, but when my mother passed away, and the reason I bring this up is my father, again, who's not very religious, looked at me in the hospital, and he got... As white as the wall behind you there. Like, my father's, uh, you know, he has a little, a little bit more color than I do on him. And uh, he went stone white. And I looked at him and I said, what's going on, Pops? And he looked at me and he goes, your mom's gone. And I looked down and sure enough, my mother wasn't breathing. And I, you know, I went crazy. I started, you know, calling for doctors, see if they could, you know, do something and, and revive her. And I saw an like a, a one breath and then it was done and okay. literally like the one line left went flat line okay. and uh that stays with me because my dad said right before the flat line he said your mom's gone and then it flatlined and he said the reason he said that was because he saw her literally leaving her body yes and he said it happened instantly he saw a mist just walk out of her body right. and walk away. 
I unfortunately didn't see that. My father did, but I know my father doesn't play around with those things. And uh, he's not a, a person that the jokes are, you know, he's a fun guy. Don't get me wrong. He's not like, a, 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 you know, a brick wall or anything. Uh, but he does not play with those kind of things. And they told me, your mom is gone. And I just saw this, this, and this. And from that moment, he became a believer in, in the afterlife. Yes. Uh, big time, even more than before. And mind you, we lived in a house that was haunted. And yes. and this really, like, this touched him even more than seeing things move by themselves. This really, right. like, yeah, this moved him uh, big time. And uh, as when that happened, it, it, it almost brought a calm to me because one thing that we, we forget is that we're dead more than we are alive in this world. And there's a reason for that. Right. We're here for a very limited time, but we die for eternity. That's right. So what's the when reason? You start, the when you start, well, we you know we are gradually every time that we break off a cell, mm -hmm. we get. I mean, from the moment you're created, you're dying. Yeah. And the thing is, though, that spark of energy is going to live forever. And yep. like I say, when you step out of your body, that's not dying anymore. It's mm -hmm. alive. You know who you are. Your mind is still with you. It's, it's not lights out. And that's the thing that I think is the greatest thing to get wrapped around your mind is yeah. that you don't really die. Your body is, is actually made up of cells. They're all bouncing together. You can be cloned. You can take a cell, one cell, and make a holographic you. Every cell is a holographic you. You can put it in a woman, mm -hmm. every cell in your body, and it will make another you. But the thing about it is when you are created, when that sperm hits that egg and, and, and it electrifies it, then that electricity is forever there. The energy never goes away. Right. So once created, you live forever. And yeah, I think that's, that's the thing. Is that yeah. A lot of people don't get, they think it's lights out and, and they don't have anything to worry about. And I want them to know, please, Look at this because you only get one choice, one chance at this. You know, it's only one chance to make a decision about your life. You can't go on and on and on. You're not going to get second chances. Correct. I mean, yeah. if God, if God put, you know, the quietest on Satan and the fallen angels for doing wrong, he's not going to let you keep coming back and messing up. He gives you a choice in your lifetime mm -hmm. to figure out all of this. And so it's, it's really important. I mean, you know, these are things that I had questions about when I was a child growing up and people couldn't answer. And so I said, well, by golly, those answers are there somewhere <laughs> and I'm going to find them. And that's yeah. what I've, I have written my books is that it's this is the truth. This is what it is. And, and it's the decision you have to make. I can show you the answers, but it's you. You've got to make the decisions. Because when you stand before the creator, it's all about you. It won't be about anybody else. And there are many people who walk this earth that can remember every second of every day of their life. They can recall what they were doing on a Friday when they were two years old, whatever. They can bring it back. So your mind is literally keeping everything there and it can be brought back. So, you you know, it's going to be about played before you like a computer screen. And it's not going to be like you can say, well, God, I really didn't do that. It's going to go like, what? <laughs> <laughs> here it is, you know, and then you're going like, okay, how did he know that? I can, I can only imagine what, I can imagine when we get to that point. Imagine if God has like a a, a VCR machine and a it's TV in the background. Button. He's like, 
I'm gonna hit rewind. Remember when you said this to your mom in 1985? Rewind. Not a very nice thing to do, right? Hey, you should have known better. Uh, judgment is gonna be tough for a lot of folks. It will uh, especially, be. Yeah, especially those who kill babies and abortion and. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, th- these people are going to suffer big time. Now, I, we're out of time, unfortunately, and I want to have you back on. You're, you've been so awesome to be here with me this entire hour. I do want to mention the books again. Uh, the, the book, Antichrist, the Clone Image of Jesus Christ, was a book that came out in 2017, correct? Uh-huh. And it's okay. a re, it's a re, it's actually a reissue from an earlier book in 1999. It's an updated right. version. Right. You also have uh, the special parables that came out last year in august uh that's your latest book right that, that i'm aware of no it's uh the, actually the latest book is a colors okay. of joy too poetry prose okay. and spiritual awakening is the, the latest book but that's uh, the October, Begu- right? of last that's year right. yeah yes and then of course the beguile series volumes one two and three and then the uh, eden the knowledge of good and evil volumes one and two so there's a lot of books that i have written and uh i like I say, you really get to know the truth about who I am and why I do what I do and how I feel like that God has given me this opportunity to share all the research that I did to answer these questions. I wasn't trying to fool myself. I wanted to know the truth. So I wrote <laughs> yeah. these books to start off with to answer my questions. And so I'm just sharing you, you know, with readers what I found. And, and it's uh, quite amazing when you put it all together because, like I said, it makes you understand the days in which we are living. And once you get the foundation, then everything else just falls into place. And, you know, you have the rhyme and reason about why it is like it is. And it doesn't seem yeah. so scary and like, why is this happening? So it's really yeah, important. I, I, would have, uh, now I ordered a couple of the books on Amazon, and that's obviously a place where folks get, uh, can get this, uh, Amazon.com. Do you have a website that people can go directly to? Yes. You can go to www.drjoy, and it's D-R-J-O-Y-E, joy with an E, dot com. And all my books are there. You can, you can just click on the little links, and it'll take you right, and you can get the books wherever you want them sent worldwide. And so uh, everything's there, including my little music that I do. I have a, a little CD that I did. I'm a musician. So if you're interested in that, then you can fill out the submission form and ask cool. me how to get yeah. that. Uh, and then I have my Facebook page is Joy, J-O-Y-E. The last name is Pew, P-U-G-H, and it's public. And so you can follow me on shows like tonight and places like that because I'll advertise where I'm going to be at so you can listen to the shows. And uh, if you've got a question, you can private message me, and I will be glad to answer those. And then I have a show that comes on uh, every last Monday night of every month on YouTube from 8 to 10. And I do a Dr. Joyce Ask Me Anything show. And so yep. if you submit questions to me, then, of course, those questions will come up on a show. Not sometimes much later because I get a, a lot of questions. <laughs> and uh, this, I can imagine Monday, this. <laughs> yeah, this coming Monday night, we're having to postpone it to June the, uh, the Monday. I think it's June the 7th because the girl that does the uh, asking questions for me has just had a baby. And so oh, we're going to do it on the rats. on June the 7th from 8 to 10. But it will always fall thereafter, the last Monday night. And I've been doing that for a little over a year now. And it really has helped me be able to talk about a lot of the tough questions, you know, that people are asking. And they, you know, I, send, I get a lot of emails. And I can't sit at the computer, you know, for hours <laughs> on end answering emails. It took me seven years to write a book. So I'm trying to do it yeah. in these AMAs. 
and be able to talk about the questions maybe at least 5, 10, 15 minutes, and some have gone 20 minutes because I, I really want people to get the whole understanding about it and, and really get a true knowledge of what's happening. So those are the easiest places to get a hold of me, and um, I am who I say I am, not not a fake person, and I'm not using an alias. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you're, you're, so you're, you're, name. Yeah. Oh, you're not you right, that, That's why I really want to have you on because you're, you're definitely a genuine, lovely person, and and I, I have a little homework now because I'm going to be spending some time uh, at the hospital, you know, with my own health stuff. So now I got reading material. I'm going to read some yes. of your work. Yes. And uh, when I get out of the hospital and, and hopefully I'm in better health uh, in, the, in the future, in a couple of weeks from now, it'll be a month or so. I want to have you back on and spend another hour with you because it's been a That'd whole be lot. That'll be great. And then once you read some of the uh, research, then we can talk more about that as well. I mean, it's just so much that I love right. and, and I, have studied, so I look forward to that. It's been a lovely hour, and it goes by quick when you have you know a great guest on. It's, it's fabulous to talk to you, uh, Dr. Joey. Thank you so much for being with me, and uh, and everybody who's watching or listening on the two networks, please pick up her books. Uh, you know, you. follow along with me, read along. Let's all join in the community and and you know check out the what she's written, and make sure that you know we're all on the same page. So when Dr. Joey comes back to the show. We all have, you know, a little bit more knowledge of what's going on. And uh, don't be a stranger, please. Listen, thank you so, so much for having me as your guest. And I look forward to being back on your show. And I just pray that God's blessings upon you as you go into the hospital and get things taken care of and get back going to doing what you love to do. Thank you. I appreciate it. And God bless. And again, stay safe. You You know, we're we're, we're in a very uh, scary, uh, you know, time right now. And I I want to be able to you again in the future many times so stay safe uh stay covid free and stay in, in perfect health as long as you can god bless you that's good god bless you too talk to you soon thanks again take care dear have a good night till next time next sunday we'll be back here on the angel espino show inside of jackal's head peace love and much understanding stay free from unknown viruses good night everybody <laughs>